0: guest has been one of my best friends in improv for about as long as I've been doing it. He's one of my first improv crushes, which by my definition is someone who makes you envious of their talents to the point that you attach yourself to them in a way that allows you to bask in their reflected hilarity. It's amazing how often these people, in my experience, are Northwestern alums. For the last 25 years, Rob and I have been continuously working together in some capacity, whether it be uh, in an off-brand Second City Touring Company in 1996 or a lightly attended improv show in Culver City last month, Rob and I have been consistent improv compatriots for a long damn time. More than half of our lives. And since you know what a snob about improv I am, you must realize what high regard I hold Robin. And Second City obviously agreed, as they snapped him up and added him to their illustrious stable, where he shined on the ETC for three shows after his obligatory time in the touring company. Now, if you're a regular listener, or even an irregular one, you know that I occasionally will take issue with the way Second City treats its employees. By occasionally, of course, I mean often, though never without reason. Unfortunately, the way Second City and Rob parted ways has rubbed me the wrong way. Now, perhaps even more than it does Rob. And we don't have to get into it more than this, but it's my podcast, and I needed to put it on the record, that Rob is still owed a proper last night. Although I have to acknowledge it would be incredibly awkward to do this 15 years after the fact. Now, finally, before we bring Rob's incredibly well-trained voice onto the show, I want to say that I was thinking about this, and like Nooch, who you and I were talking about, I consider Rob to be an improv muse. And I don't know if I'm getting at it the right way, but uh, what I consider to be a muse is somebody who you want to go out on stage with and you want to make that person laugh because then you know that they will make you laugh. It's kind of the magic of improv, and there are certain people who are better at doing that not even better improvisers, but better at making you a better improviser. Like people you want to make laugh more. For example, T.J. Jagodowski. many people consider the greatest improviser in the world. But I would rather make you laugh than him. <laughs> 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 uh, you've performed a lot with T.J. This is Rob Janis. Uh, so, Rob, welcome to the show. Nice again. to be here again. Nice to have you. And again, a Northwestern alum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're like the fourth or fifth. I think amongst schools, Northwestern is probably the best represented thus far, which makes sense.
1: Improv Factory.
0: It is. It is. And yeah. and actually, you know, Boom Chicago, which you did not work at, but that they kind of started at yeah. Northwestern. And I think they really got the Improv Factory going there with yeah. the people they hired. And you kind of knew if you were there, you might be eligible for that Boom audition. Yeah. And, and that just made you a better improviser for whatever audition you were going to be in.
1: But I suppose I, it helps that it's in the, in the same vicinity, right? I mean, oh, of course. Yes. If no, yeah,
0: right. If, if, if Northwestern is, you know, the University of Iowa, that's why it's a writer's program there. That's right. There's nobody <laughs> around.
1: You just sit by yourself and write. <laughs> so many amazing novels yeah, you could have written. Yes, standing yeah. out at,
0: staring at the corn. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so uh, improv- you're a Chicago local. Yeah. Uh, or a Chicago area local. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, do you tell people you're from uh, Chicago or do you say... Uh,
1: uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I know that's controversial. I, I'm from Park Ridge, but, Hillary, Hillary Clinton's hometown. Oh, yeah, yeah, see? I,
0: I, don't, did, I, I wouldn't have seen... You don't strike me as Hillary Clinton. No. I guess different people can come from the same town.
1: Yeah, she came actually when uh, I was in 1992. Uh, her and her husband came. Yeah it's her and her husband. Uh, that's I, right. Hillary Clinton came. Yeah. When when her husband was running for president and then uh, he we got to ask him uh, questions. What'd you ask him? Did you get to ask one? Oh, this is going to make me sound like a real nerd. But um, it was coming <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, they uh, they came to our uh, school. And at the time, it was all about the economy. You don't know, remember. What was his name? What was that the, the the guy from Mississippi? The economy, stupid or Carvel. Oh, yes. James Carvel. Remember, it was all yes. about the economy. Yes. And, and, and I was I was like, I uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, um. I'd read this article about Richard Nixon. He's like, you know, no one's talking about foreign policy because like, I guess I was a real, I was a real wonk. You, you,
0: you're 17 years old <laughs> I know. reading Richard Nixon yeah, articles. This so, explains my dating life. I was gonna say, school. like, I knew we were gonna get into something nerdy soon.
1: Yeah, why something not right nerdy away? Right away. <laughs> So anyway, that I mean, I did. I read this article, and I and listen. We submitted the. I remember of it course. vividly because it was like it was shocking. Because you've seen these folks on television, and I think they'd already done that crazy sixty Minutes interview by this okay. point. Had he played saxophone? Yeah, uh, yet? yeah I think okay. he played saxophone on Arsenio, and uh, let's see. That's so, when he captured the nation's heart. That's when he did. Yeah, boxes of briefs, and he. <laughs> Who can forget? You have a political memory. Oh, yeah. So um, so you asked,
0: uh, did we get to the question you asked him?
1: No, no. But uh, so we had to, you had to submit your note card to your government, to, to the government mm-hmm. teacher. And he was kind of like rifling through them. And I think, you know, either people's questions were lame or they're all the same type of questions. So I think mine just stuck out because I was like, you know, Richard Nixon's talking about foreign policy. There you go. There not you think, you know, foreign policy should be a big Deal in this election, and I could. He was just like, "What the hell are you talking about, dude?" I mean, even he was like, "Are you serious?" No one gives a crap about this right now. People are out of work. They can't feed. They can't pay their mortgage. They're getting evicted from their homes, and you're worried about Syria.
0: But uh, you know what this right. paints you again right. from a young age, right? You are not, Atypical in that way, I'm going to say. Atypical. Not, not, uh, but so the the advantage of being interested in politics and living in the Chicagoland area, yeah, Second City is going to somehow appeal to you. Yeah. And you go to school at Northwestern, but you had gone to shows before that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd gone to shows. Like, I, I mean, I saw a lot of shows at Northwest, Second City, Northwest, Rolling
0: Meadow. Does your high school have an improv group?
1: No, no, uh, no.
0: Was there any other school besides Northwestern you were applying to?
1: Yeah, I applied to. Notre Dame. My dad went there. Oh, Indiana. yeah. I didn't know
0: your dad was a domer.
1: Yeah, but he's not like a typical domer. He's kind of interesting. Good. He's like <laughs> he's kind of interesting. That's no, it. no, no. Seriously, he's not a typical domer. He's kind of interesting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I mean, they are a rabid <laughs> oh, Notre Dame. D-. I mean, mostly uh, the people haven't gone there. But he's yes, he, when he went there, he he was kind of soured on the whole sports thing. I,
0: I I would I would understand. You know, you're at a Catholic school. Like, there's so many. There's so many conflicting um philosophies there. Like, oh Christianity yeah. and football. Right.
1: <laughs> right there is a No, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I, I think the money, I think he got turned off by the
0: Yeah, because the Chancellors you know. at Notre Dame are usually priests. They're right. n- member men of the cloth and yet they're these businessmen doing the same things. Right. It's, right. A, it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing. Uh, I didn't know that. So, so, no, so, who did he root for when Northwestern would beat Notre Dame?
1: I think he was happy when Northwestern won. To be honest. Wow,
0: even yeah. though Gary Barnett was the coach.
1: I know he's kind of hateable guy. I know he' very hateable. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but Northwestern was good when you went there. It was
1: well, we no actually it was weird. It was uh, uh, it, they we stunk, and then you got, good. and then we got good. But I was there. I think I came there for the first when Was he just had arrived? All right. And then they started to.
0: So you arrived together for Northwestern. We drives.
1: did, and we changed it for the better.
0: And did you do any of that stuff uh, improv at Northwestern? Were you in Meow or yeah, the yeah. other one?
1: Yeah, yeah, the other t- was it Titanic? No, quarters? there's
0: Meow, and then there's the Wamew.
1: Wamew, right? That's well, the more sketch. The, the Meow, I think, was sort of an answer to Wamew. Was like we're gonna, we don't, we're the people. Who didn't get in WAMU were like, screw this, we're gonna make fun of it.
0: That is the, that is the history of improv theaters. Hey, don't you think, don't yeah. start, <laughs> start I don't People <laughs> who don't get into Second City start IO. People who don't get into IO start the annoyance.
1: Yeah, rejects. Always, we're yes, all rejects. But
0: improv yeah. is made for rejects, so I sometimes agree. that reject group has got a little bit more going for them. Mm hmm. Uh, and those are two groups that uh, performed at Northwestern and have produced a lot of the people who are on this right. show and stuff. Seth Myers, uh, yeah. not on this show, but uh, he's on the Seth Myers show. That's right. And uh, you went to school with Seth. I did, And yep. Pete Gross also. Yeah, yeah, I
1: got to perform with them in the show.
0: Yep, and right. uh, Pete also an alum of Second City. And so you guys all graduated around the same time? Yeah. And they just all moved into the city, I would guess.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's how it worked. I remember Seth was uh, waiting. Where did he wait tables? The Twisted Lizard. Uh huh. Is that the still there? Uh, I, I doubt
0: it's still there, but it was <laughs> that, it was there then.
1: Yeah, he waited tables there. I think Pete waited at Flat Top Grill. I waited tables in displays at Knicker. <gasps> I was a singing waiter because I was an opera guy. And
0: you are a uh, your major was is it voice?
1: Uh, it was voice, and I like did theater. I guess I had a theater certificate. So a lot of a lot of stuff that's going to make you a lot of money. What's a theater like, certificate? What is a theater certificate? I think you get a certificate in musical theater. From Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. After, that's aside from that's the diploma. That's aside from the Bachelor of Music. And ah. so then you get to take, like, you get to do, like, three years of acting classes and oh. dancing and all that great stuff.
0: It's all the stuff that comes into
1: play throughout life. <laughs> Still use it's it today. Still the the yeah, great, uh, great health insurance package. Oh, uh, I think about the. <laughs> you can the, see me out in the corner after the show.
0: I think about the movement classes I took in Breathing oh, Colors, yeah. and it's like, of course, I was going to get high before class if that's right. what you're asking me to do. Yeah, uh, I was a terrible
1: dancer too. I could not move.
0: You're a good hard. athlete, though.
1: Yeah, good athlete, but I was not like flexible. Like oh, I couldn't like the stretching, like the kicking of the he- the feet. Mm-hmm. The legs going up. I it's, understand. I mean, you know, you get it.
0: The flexibility. Yeah. yeah. The wiggle in the hips.
1: I could re- <laughs> I could move well. That's what they that's what yeah. my I remember a high school uh theater teacher was like, You know, I can't dance, but when you go to the audition, just tell them you can move well. And I'm like, I move well <laughs> Like, all right, yeah. Well you walked in here okay without tripping, so <laughs> But it was your voice that carried Yeah, yeah. Voice. I mean, you know, we all have our strengths and weaknesses.
0: But let's talk about before Second City, because that's where all you guys were doing IO and all on the same team, and a, kind of a crew goes in there at the same time.
1: And, right. you know. Okay, where where are we?
0: We're in your beginning days. Oh, beginning
1: days of IO. So, okay, the crew, right. So we're on, yeah. I mean, I was at Meow, and I worked with, uh, you know, Seth and Pete, and we all, and that's what we did. We all went
0: to. And you have I the know. advantage of, I think, at this time, some schools have improv groups. Right. Some don't. Now all do. Yes. But at that time, it was still kind of coming was, into the schools. But Northwestern being one of the first, really, yeah. probably because of its proximity to Chicago. Yeah. And I remember, you know, all the, you, Pete, and, and Seth, and I'm just thinking there were probably others from that group, too, but... Again, you come in kind of hot because you're good at it before other people are, and you get on teams a little earlier than people, and you guys were all on the same team, I believe, preponderate. Yeah, yeah. You got all the same, which is also kind of fun when you have friends from before, Yeah, and then you you get to be on an improv team together. Right. Uh, And that was a
1: pretty good team. That was a good team. and We lasted for a long time. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we talk a lot about the touring company, the Second City Touring Company here, and we also talk sometimes about IO here. Yeah. And, you know, the touring company had been going for 20, 30 years at Second City at this point. And then at a certain point, Sharna, you know, like with most ideas, 15 years after it should have happened, decides she should be getting some of this corporate money or whatever that's, that's going around. Because I'm sure sometimes people would come to shows, see a group, and want to bring it somewhere. Right. There were actually groups that performed there that were booking gigs separately outside of I.O., Right. Mission Improvable being one in particular.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that I right. would
0: tell Sharna to kick out of the theater because, or make them their touring company. Luckily, she didn't do that. And she started a touring company. And Rob, you were in the first group of the touring company. That's now, right. That's when I first became aware of Rob because I was not in the first group of that touring company. No. So you did so. Uh, so all right. right, So you auditioned four or five times. Yeah, yeah I mean, I which was is like, not so uncommon, really. I think I did too.
1: You did too. It's not uncommon. No. I'm not complaining or anything, but I don't remember. I mean, it was a lot of. Um,
0: yes, you weren't just snapped up. No, a la you know.
1: Some people do get snapped up. There I think. There are, and you know, uh,
0: I think Jagodowski was on on the stages pretty quick.
1: He was on there quickly. I think Peter Gross was. Yeah, he got he got on the tour co- right. fairly I, quickly, and he
0: was on. He was on Tourco before I was. Yeah, yeah. Because I went into Greenco and he was in my first tour. Yeah. Uh, so he had been doing that at that point. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So Pete, I was thinking
1: of Pete. I got to get him. Up, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He he was kind of a golden boy, and he yeah. he, he deserves. Still is. To, yeah, still is very funny, very funny guy. And so
0: again, like so many of us, you're doing yes, shows yes. everywhere you can, right? Uh, getting really good at it, in JTS Brown. Yeah, that was a great The next big thing, thing in improv, next. which was a... And then what would happen is there are these groups, um, Jazz Freddy.
1: You're only calling it the next big thing in improv with that sarcastic tone because you wanted to be in it, and I, did, I, I didn't I put it together. It. No, not at all.
0: <laughs> all my friends, a lot of very funny people were in it. I was not. No. But uh, that's why, again, I, I own my resentment. You graduated in 96?
1: Yeah, but it's interesting that you say because, you know, we all kind of went there. The storyline we've been developing is that we came out of college and then we all went to I.O. and Concord, but... Really, I mean, what happened is those guys left after a year. And I just, then, yeah. And so then, but then the core group that was left with Case Clay and... That's who I was thinking, Case. Jethro and Tom Herman and, all, and uh, Jim Sullivan. All those guys, we stuck together and we continued on. So and that then was a good group. And then when they came back,
0: did they jump back into that group? They
1: did. Uh, Pete did. Yeah. Uh, Seth never really came back. I mean, Seth did... Because he and Jill uh, they did Benjamin their, had a two-person show that right. kind of propelled uh, Seth, certainly. Yes, and then it was kind of... Sky sky's the limit. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, once he was writing good. for SNL. It was Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh and I will say like I've said this before about him. He's like was able to go to all the same parties that everyone at Boom was going to, but would carve out a couple hours to write He's and a, then show yeah. up afterwards. Yeah. And they're like that. Even then at that moment yeah. I was like, Wow. Yeah. And he still got his partying in. But yeah, like, he was very good. Efficient, very efficient with his time.
1: There was something he Pete told me some story about them once. They had this. I don't know they were in some like uh, Dostoevsky class, and Pete hadn't done the reading, and they were they went to some they went to some party up in somewhere, and Pete and Seth like read War and Peace on the way home, and then aced the test. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's true. I'm probably embellishing, yeah, but, but but I do think he, he has that ability to work uh, and have fun at the same time.
0: So they're, yeah. going, they're gone cutting their teeth over in Europe. You're yeah, still doing yeah, the shows yeah, yeah. here. You're doing the road show. They're doing the same, <laughs> the same thing in Utrecht. <laughs> That's right. Uh, For and, much more money. Uh, but, and, yeah. and, you know, it's the years of doing the shows, getting good at I.O. And then uh, eventually one of these auditions you get brought into the touring company. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: And you toured in Green Co. Yep. With uh, Tom
1: Flanagan. Yep. Tom Flanagan was
0: Dan back at all in Green Coat uh, at all with
1: you, or was he already gone? He'd been promoted. Okay, so I took his spot. Oh, okay. I, it was weird. Uh, me and Craig Euler got cast, but we didn't really have to sit around and sit on the bench for a long time. No, we,
0: cra- yes, and Craig Euler was in Red Coat pretty quickly. Yeah, we
1: got in like almost immediately because there were spots opening, so it was we were uh, lucky, and uh, it really
0: is luck of the draw. Yeah. Who's your director?
1: Uh, it was going to be Josh Funk. And then it was Dave uh, Buckman. Um and then uh, then we had Mills for Greg Mills for a while. He was great. A lot of turnover. A lot of <laughs> Yeah. A lot of turnover there. And then uh, did we have somebody else? I we had I think Carlson popped in for a bit. Then we had Mills again. Um
0: Wow, it does go and, and that's kind of I guess the you know, because the Tourco directors is kind of a I guess that's where they're trying directors out, yeah. at least in our era. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Ron I West's, yeah. it, like 10 years before, it was just basically ask for the job you want, and then Joyce would be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like Ron West was, you know, one day he's an actor, and the next day he's directing a touring yeah. company, and then he's directing a Yeah, yeah. Because he was walking through the building. Right,
1: yeah, it's, it was much more loose. I mean, there's something kind of fun about that.
0: But you toured for wine. Did you uh, enjoy touring?
1: I like touring. Yeah, I mean I I liked the uh, the travel. I mean, it, uh, I got to go on a bunch of ski tours and we did a USO in Italy. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Now you, if you're going to do a USO tour, I know, we went to Italy. Uh, with the, with the, the the least war fighting people, you know,
1: like We were supposed to go to to Uzbekistan and Afghanistan. Did you know that? We were supposed no. to go. It was like Iraqi war time. Yes. And like I, I, there Red was a Co- lot of USO tours yeah. during this
0: time. Right. To places like Kosovo. Yeah. I, I quit because our company was going to Kosovo. Yeah. And uh, my wife at the time was pregnant. And I was like, I don't want to go to Kosovo. Yeah, like, no, I,
1: you know, you, you got away. Yeah. Like you were just saying, family and business. And, uh, uh, but, but, yeah, there were trips to the
0: Middle East and everything. And let me say, was there additional money on these USO tours? I think it was the same
1: pay. It was the same pay. I think I don't. I don't remember there being additional money. I, mean, I don't think they'd offer it. The margin, the margin on that must have been
0: huge for them. I got to say, because the government, those government contracts, yeah. they just pay it out.
1: So, you, what happened? Uh, it was too dangerous. Like I think we were going to go to wow. like because well, Redco had just gone to Iraq right like, during yes. the war right, and that was they came. You did the pictures and the helicopters yeah. and the I And mean, the jackets. helmets and everything. Yeah, around? and then we went to Naples. Oh. I mean, we really, it was just like a, uh, it was a vacation. It was basically they had booked. They had booked Uzbekistan, had, Afghanistan, all these places. And then it was like, it's too hot. The zone is, the zone is too hot. We can't be bringing too in Too hot civilians. for improv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't have you guys doing spelling bee. You could
0: set these soldiers, <laughs> as things are very tense right now. Yeah, I know,
1: yeah. We no. can't have
0: any political commentary. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, it was probably, you know, they were
0: they were concerned for you guys, I'm sure, and yeah. so they send you to. But they're like, well, we, we paid for it, we got
1: to we got yeah, it. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. we went. So to, you uh, went to
0: U.S. military bases in Naples.
1: Yeah, we saw a lot of them. It was na- navy bases, navy you know, in the Med, basically, right? You know, so we went to Sicily. I mean, we went to uh, Greece, that's all the places on the coast. Yeah, Naples, sure. you know. So it was, it was great. I mean, it was fun. and A lot of um, big
0: World War II, uh military sites in that. I'd imagine. In that whole area. That's where, you know, the, the invasion into Europe by the Allies was.
1: I mean, it's like the thing about those is it's always amazing, and it was great, and we had amazing experiences. But, you know, but the, the schedule's tight. I mean, it's like one day you're in Naples, and then... That's you're flying out ask. the next morning for wherever. And and those were received pretty well I would guess the USO shows. Yeah, they were great. The the guys loved it and, and the girl and the uh, women and uh, everyone who was there loved it. So it was uh, they you know they really appreciate American culture. Yeah. even when they're living in an awesome place like Naples. Well, and I think for the
0: US military guys, I don't know if that is and, and maybe I'm and getting into generalities, but like yeah, any American coming out to them sure. is is going to be an advantage. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so little. Again, when I lived in Amsterdam, if if there was an English speaking television show,
1: right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it needed to be. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and we your home. not to say
0: that's all you guys were, but it, yeah, it it, it is this, it, the comfort of home. So that's a rarely co- that's a cooler gig than tour than any of the ones I did. I think. Yeah,
1: I mean, I had I got lucky. Uh, I mean, I got. I mean, I, I did Hawaii. Wow! Yeah, I mean, I had time in Hawaii a few days. Yeah, like that was that one they usually give you a few days. Yeah, that was good. Nice. It was
0: fun. Uh, and so then uh, the tour co. And again, it it better be fun because it doesn't pay much, especially. No, no, that's true. And then, how do you get the ETC? Is it Carlson's show that he was directing?
1: Well, I had done. uh, Yeah, I guess he had, but I did Sex in the Second City, a theatrical production. Uh, Yeah. So I got to sing like we were talking about. So that was a musical, and I did that, and uh, I did that at the Northlight Theater, and I did that at uh, Reno, and it was basically, it actually, was a pretty fun show. It, it did archive material, which you know the old scenes, but yes. it kind of like kind of had a through line of a divorced couple. Yep. And their lawyers breaking up, and and they and Ron West directed it, and he he wrote song the songs and thread did Mary through Beth the,
0: and um, Kirk Hanley write some of the sketches? Oh yeah, that did tied they, it together?
1: I'm yeah, I sh- I'm sorry, I sh- no, that's all right. I, I, I forgot, I forgot about that. They they did write some of there that. There was just to tie it together, like you said. The divorce they did a couple. great job. Yeah, I forgot they were involved with that. And um, that's what
0: these theatricals are. you've got this catalog of right. thousands of scenes, so you yeah. take the relationship ones. Yeah. And you make Sex in the Second City. Yeah. What I remember is that they made you guys pose in your underwear for that one. Yeah, that was awkward. The-, the things we do uh, Ah, yeah, right. for, for, for a <laughs> bit of money. Take your
1: pants off. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take your picture now. Okay. I know. Well, we talk about money, but you know, I mean, we've had, it's so hard to make it. I mean, yeah. everyone knows in yeah. L. I mean, speaking to anyone who acts, knows how hard it is to make money acting or writing or doing any of it. So anytime they throw just a bit of it at you, you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing, especially and, when you're young and you're trying to make and, it happen.
0: And you don't know then that they I, – I think I know now that they knew how the power that they have over us. Of we course. talk about it a
1: lot where people will move. I didn't know you guys went to Reno in that show. yeah. Reno for a month, and uh, we did a casino down there. What
0: is that, the biggest little town or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I forget. The biggest – I forget what it is. Yeah. Not the – it was good. It was – actually, they – we got great reviews down there because they're used to – because it, it, it was, you know, it was like a play kind of thing. So, to them, it was like they were getting high getting They were
0: getting Vegas-level entertainment in Reno. They're used yeah, to getting yeah. what doesn't make it into Vegas. <laughs> but Second City was right. in Vegas. right. No, and, you know, a Second City show – even though sometimes you play in a barn, you're still doing a high-level comedy show.
1: I think the other show that was there at the time was uh, Adrian's Med and the Perfect Ten Girls. So it was... Uh,
0: what is that show? <laughs> just him being like, here's, here's eight women in bathing suits.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. We actually went to him. We and we met him. He was a super nice guy. I don't want to make... He no. was great. Yes. But it was just... There was not a lot of direction. It was like he he needed more material. Like I felt bad because I felt like he would come out and be like, "Huh? <laughs> Did you see these girls? How about these girls?" And then was like he'd come out, and Then he'd sing a song from something from like I think it was Grease Two, not even the first Grease. <laughs> he get the rights. no, he couldn't get the rights. And they came out again. And then the girls would like you know they kind of move around. They wouldn't <laughs> even really dance. One of them was like. A, could come down on the ribbons. Oh. Yeah, so a little that was cir- good. A little circus there was some circus Soleil in people in it and he'd be like, "Huh? <laughs> How about them ribbons? That's Aren't good. these girls beautiful? The most beautiful girls in the world." His catchphrase is. <laughs> <Huh>? I know. <laughs> How about it? And then we went in the lobby and he had he had a headshot. So I think somewhere I have a headshot. But he had him on TJ Hooker, you know with him and William Shatner oh, yeah. and he had one of Just one of his classic headshots. He signed it. Come on, man. You got this med. He was great. Yes. It's nice when you meet uh, celebrities. Your heroes? Your heroes. Yeah, it is nice. And I'm not busting on it. I mean, no, part, yeah. it's great. He was he was great. He sang I remember one that he did I mean, we're gonna talk about this the whole time. There was one where the girl was on the mo- he came out on a motorcycle, I think, for the Greece oh, too. Now thing. the show's starting to get a little bit Hang more. Hang on. I'm not giving this show enough credit. And then he sang Lady from uh who's the group Dennis DeYoung's group, Sticks? Lady Jeez. When I'm with you, I'm smiling. I got the one another one. Woo, woo, woo. He did the medley? Yeah, he He's did the medley. It. But it was good. Anyway.
0: So you do your time there. And that, yep. you know what? You mentioned that, like, that probably uh, some of the producers saw that show. They Certainly see. if it was going to travel out to Reno. And
1: they're like, we got to get Zmed in ETC.
0: He's got range. He's got range, man.
1: He'll pull the crowds.
0: Huh? Look at that blackout.
1: How about that blackout, everybody? <laughs> Well,
0: I can see his influence on the shows that you did now. There were a lot of ins and outs of scenes that were like, huh? <laughs> I know, yeah. What's happening?
1: What? Anyway.
0: Uh, and and that's probably, you know, you could be in a touring company for years and a producer might not see you perform. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes you need these other shows like, you know, a Twist Your Dickens or one of those Christmas shows or a special yeah. show that's written. And they see it and they're like, oh, this person who's worked here for three years, I just saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. The people yeah. who work at. Kelly has said that a few people have had stories. I think even me at one point where he sees you in a
1: home show or whatever. And he's like,
0: you're pretty good. Right. It's like, Yeah. I work here at the second city where you hired
1: me. Right. There should yeah. be no
0: surprise.
1: Well, I, yeah, I know. Well, it isn't it. It's like you have to do a million shows for them to actually. Right. Finally and, and it's always, it and
0: again, it's because there's the thought process that there are thousands of us and everything. And so,
1: yeah, and I, it's human nature, I suppose, in some ways. But
0: Carlson, I believe was your first show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the first show you did? Uh,
1: Immaculate Deception. Okay. I think. Like 2007? Yeah. No. (laughs) I wish. I think I'm... uh, 2005, I think. Oh, God. We are... I wish I was two years younger. (laughs) Well,
0: this may... I'm probably saying it because I wish I was also
1: two years younger. Yeah, I know. Uh,
0: Yeah, so, okay. And and that's you and Tom again, right? No, no. He wasn't in that.
1: No, it was me and... uh, Fendrich, Ithamar, Enriquez, uh, Alex Fendrich, Nikki Margolis, Nikki Lindgren, uh, Rebecca Allen. I think that's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: So on the timeline, I'm just a little confused because you actually got ETC while I was on the boat, I think, maybe. And I wasn't on main stage yet because Ithamar was in my first show.
1: Maybe, huh?
0: So he was in your last show. Okay. I didn't know that that was the crossover there.
1: Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I was in his last show. Because I know he was in his then. last one, Rebecca was in that. Right. Yeah, and that was great. Um, I is mean, that, we talked about it. Is that a seven-person cast? No, it was six. It was six? six. Okay. it was six. It was good. It was all kind of our first show,
0: so it was... Uh, yeah, as you meant those people, that's a lot of... Uh, I think Fenrich maybe had
1: done, or was it his first two? His first two. Ithamar was the only one who had done it before.
0: Oh. A lot of turnover. That is, to have five people come in.
1: And you talk about luck. I mean, you know, I think it was lucky I got lucky then. It was like all these people left and got moved up and they just needed. If
0: you have five new on the main stage, inevitably some will have been on ETC before. Yeah. Which is that kind of, you've got at least that perspective of writing a show. Yes. When you come five new into the ETC, nobody has really done the the, the the show before right and I think
1: we've all we'd all written stuff uh on tour Co yeah. and we'd I'd, I'd just done written uh, had written some stuff for the our Christmas show and uh which is pretty good and I think Redco had been doing some mm-hmm. which is Jim's thing and they wrote some stuff but yeah I mean it wasn't we were all new so it was it was a kind of a big uh not a big not a big learning curve because you've been doing it, but it was um intimidating. But a not with bit.
0: those sp- specific people.
1: Right, not with those specific and people that, that and always. you're trying to gel with people you haven't worked with before and um so yeah, that's always interesting and, and fun and
0: uh now most of that cast, except for Ithamar, but again Ithamar is the experience, but those are all IO folks. Yeah. So you've
1: got that long form improv
0: yeah thing. Um did you find that you use that in the sets a lot?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's yes and no. Maybe that makes me got more comfortable. You know, I think when you're, I don't know what your experience was like with that, but I mean, when you're developing the material, I felt like we did a lot of commando just to get a lot of suggestions and,
0: and a commando is, uh, you just get 20 suggestions, right?
1: Yeah. And our pad set, and then we just do it real, you know, yeah. oh, commando is right.
0: Uh, the suggestion, bat, you do a scene with a yeah, bat, yeah, it's yeah, over, yeah, yeah, another yeah. suggestion. Just
1: to get them thinking and what's out in the yep. zeitgeist that you're going to be uh, riffing on. So yep. we did a lot of that. Um, I think we, you know, I think Jim, uh, wanted to incorporate uh, some of the long form. He wanted it to feel like a long form show. Yes. And we- he, he liked to, to do all that callback stuff, which is great. I think it's. I think sometimes, and I, I think. I mean, listen. If he were here, I, he'd probably agree with me, and I would. I would say it to his face. I think we, for that one, maybe tried to make some connections. I mean, and so let me explain. So sometimes you write these scenes, and uh, you know they kind of live on their own, and then after, and then you figure out what the obviously the funniest scenes, and they're going to make the show, and then you kind of, uh, is there a thread or a through line we can see? Like, what, does, what is there a bigger theme? You know, um, but I think we kind of look for the bigger. We, we picked a little. Too, too quickly. The, I thought the show was great, but I think we'd we started connecting stuff, and then we were kind of locked in a little too fast, in my now own opinion.
0: Course. I don't know if you saw it, but you're aware of Pinata Full of Bees, obviously. Oh, yeah. And that was... was great. So, great. And that's a, sh- a show that I've mentioned that Adam McKay was in that cast, and Scott that's right. right, And it was a transformative show for the Second City, because as you, all those long-form connections, the long-form improv connections that Dell had taught everybody... Those really made it into that show, yeah. And from that point forward, actually, with the Second City shows, and even through the Detroit influx, which, which I think was also a transformative energy change to the Second City, but that long form connection thing, yeah. And Jim's an IO guy, and every director from IO wants to do yeah. pinata full of Yeah, You are
1: right; it was so m- and uh, get a lot of transition
0: right. stuff in his shows too. So you have these influences. That it's there's no necessarily you have to do this, but there's I would bet an internal expectation in the director's head of like, I have to serve some of these uh, conventions that make these shows these shows.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that uh, I was thinking about that show actually before I came over because I've good when I um, saw it, we were doing meow and I, I saw it with Seth and Pete and it was so good. That it almost made you want to quit. Yeah. It was that I know, good. I know it was what you mean. like, you're like, you, we went back and, and we, I remember a rehearsal in, in college. and We were just like, what are we even doing? I mean, that was so the level. We're doing like, you know, uh, rewind and freeze tag and short form games. And whose lines is it anyway, stuff? And you're, and you're not, these guys yeah. are in like. Your
0: mi- in your mind, you're not saying you're, you you do not know that you're actually witnessing one of the comic geniuses of our generation. Right. Uh, maybe a couple. Right,
1: maybe a few. A few of them I saw in Tina Fey exactly. do she, it. Yeah, she right, was, she right. Was for, or in for Glazer, because yeah. he'd left already. John Glazer. McKay, right, like, yeah. I know, McKay. Tina Fey,
0: in for Glazer, like hey, all these right. names. I know, it's crazy. So, and you're in college. And right. yes, you are a bunch of clever college kids, but you're doing beginning <laughs> stuff. Versus right. perhaps one of the greatest shows in the history of the greatest
1: theater right. in comedy history. No, yeah. It was... So
0: you were holding up a pretty high bar for yourselves, right. but it's
1: nice that you got to see that. Yeah, no, yeah, and you and you, and and I, you rally, and you're, you you got to... And well, I
0: know people talk about that show. It really was. I got to see it right at the end. I think they almost were changing it to the next show, but, like, I saw the blockbuster thing that, where I mean, Adam yeah. McKay makes yeah. everybody give their blockbuster card and cut yeah. it up. At the time when Blockbuster was actually right. a business that functioned.
1: Scott Allman. I mean, Scott, Scott Allman. Allman. Yes. My God. Jenna Jolovitz. Jolovitz right, Jolovitz. So, so that was,
0: but, but that show, for right. better or for worse, right. became the template. And when, when, it, right. when, when something is like, it's like Michael Jordan becoming the template. Right.
1: It, it changes the whole game.
0: And, and, and it's, it's almost impossible to achieve that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you and you're right. It's it is a sports thing. Like look at Steph Curry. I mean, now everybody's shooting the three ball. I mean, my son, all he wants to do is shoot threes. And when Michael Jordan, it was all well about like, how can we do a three sixty layup? Or, yes, you know. So you're all you're imitating the best. And,
0: and 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 when something else happens, if there's a show at Second City where they use video a lot or something, yeah. that will then become for the yeah. next few years the the incorporated thing. Uh So, all right, so that was yeah. the first show, and then you got you got. Then you go to was it zetka Then back to no gym? no.
1: Then we did Jim again, and we lost uh, Rebecca and Ithamar. Ithamar went up to Maine, and Rebecca went to a boat. Boat went to a boat, and then we got uh, Andy and Amanda from Vegas, and they yep. they brought a great energy, uh, sort of a, a Vegas from that Vegas doing all those Vegas shows. They yes. were a little bit. Bigger and showier, which I thought was great because... And it's yeah, also good in the ETC. You can yeah. take chances and do more different chances. things. Yeah. And I think, I, you know, I think this, we were a little intellectual on in the first one, and I thought they brought a lot of great sense of fun and characters and fun stuff. It's great. Now,
0: having a director two times in a row, how did you feel about that? Uh, as I'm thinking of, I had Huvdi twice, but it was split up. And yeah. I enjoyed that, breaking it up, trying different stuff. I don't know if it's frustrating or or you figure um,
1: it out. I think I kind of personally figured it out. I was like I kind of knew what he was going to do. Uh, I kind of – there were times I kind of – I, I help, helped write trans, some transitional stuff. I was like, oh, this can flow into that, you know, because mm-hmm. I knew he liked that. You're right. <laughs> so I'm like – I was kind of writing towards what he – what he dug and... Uh, that's, that's a good professional tip. <laughs> right, exactly. How do I get in this show? What, yeah, do, I mean, what is Jim like?
0: Well, I mean, you, as opposed to writing stuff the director doesn't like. Yeah, which, yeah. No, it's does, true. Which people do. Yeah, yeah. And
1: sometimes it gets in, but it doesn't yeah, always yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can do both. And I, I mean, I wrote some stuff that I liked and that he didn't like. And, you know, you're always threading that needle. But, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, that was fine. I mean, we that was a decent show. Uh, uh I mean, Andy was super fun and... Alex had some fun stuff in there, so I. Alex always brings kind of weird. He was weird. He did this thing, the mind. What was that? It was like the. He wore a turban. I yes. remember that. He was like a. <laughs> he was like a psychic. Yes, that was super funny. oddball thing. Yeah, yeah, he was great, and Lindgren was great in that, and she was really good in the first one. She was yes, really crushed it in the
0: first. Talk one. about energy! Nikki Lindgren was a yeah. performer, although she was IO and everything. She also had that big singing and character energy and stuff like that.
1: She was a fantastic actress and yep. a super funny lady. And, uh, uh,
0: and So this was around the time, you know, second, third show. And now you do your third show. Uh, right. And and again, three shows usually. Now it's like two shows. Sometimes it's just one show.
1: Yeah, right. Is that how it is? I don't know.
0: It's very, you know, because if somebody gets an invitation to come out to L.A. for something, yeah, yeah, they're going to do done. that. Right. Uh, but again, at this time, I think, a lot of us had worked for years, literally, to be there. So once you do get that spot, you want to do a couple shows at least, uh, and, and you get into that third show. And the director with that is that was Warzeka. That's Warzeka. Yeah. And how was that experience versus Jim? It was different. And very uh, different. Very as, different as uh,
1: Yeah. It was uh, probably more traditional. And he'd done uh, Detroit a lot. Of, he'd worked as an actor. I mean, that, that, that was a difference. I mean, he he. I think he'd been in shows in Detroit, right? Yeah. So he was a sketch guy, uh, actor already, and he directed. And um, so he had a, a, a more traditional sensibility about it. I enjoyed it. It was, um, he he did some, like, an um, example would be, uh, I don't know. I brought in, like, a monologue once. It was Al Gore, but, like, Jonestown, you know. It was, like, he getting, was Getting people be, to drink the cooler. Yeah, yeah, to save the planet. Sure. So But the only way we can save it is if we all die, right? So, but I remember I brought it in as a monologue. And he turned it into a group scene, and um, it it really made the whole scene. And then everyone came in and improvised, and it was it was nice. There was it was fun. I like that element of everyone contributing to the ideas.
0: And then and then uh, you know, third show is pretty much, especially at that time. Third show is like, am I going to do more shows? Do I decide? Do they decide? Who yes, knows with shows? I
1: suppose that's true. And I I thought I would decide, but, but I was wrong. You, but,
0: <laughs> And again, around third show, that's where that's... Molly right. talked about she never got to the point with you where she didn't yeah. find out whether or not. In right. my fourth show, I didn't find out whether or not. Right. I think I would have because I know Mick and everything, but I still, there's a, there's a feeling of you either quit so you don't get fired yeah. or you get fired before you were ready to quit. Yeah. There's, there's, and that's the mom and pop element sometimes that it, they, the employee handling... Yes, the employee yeah. handbook and how to take ins and outs of people, <laughs> even hiring people and and preparing them for what's to come, yeah, is not necessarily. Maybe it is now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. But
0: then it was. Congrats, you're in the group. Yeah. Congrats, you're out of the group. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's very informal. I mean, I, I guess it prepares you for. I don't know. I mean, showbiz is a volatile. We, you and I, both had gigs out here where it's like, okay, you're done. Like, Whoa, what, what? And, and, and just to get, you know, to the point,
0: you're, you're not going to do a last night there, but generally when you leave, you do a last night show and everything, and because of poor planning and because of the not organized nature of Second City, they botched up your last night, which, again, once you're not working right. there for a bit, you're probably like, ah, whatever the fuck, but for, you know, right fighters like me who <laughs> can't turn down a battle... It was a huge, it was a huge, uh, insult and everything. And it make and, and you're not the, I found out doing this podcast, Rebecca Sohn, uh, right. and, and, um, Angela Shelton
1: also. It, it so sounds not, like they just wait till the last minute and then yes. didn't make a decision. And, uh, that, that's what it is. It's not knowing,
0: uh, it's not knowing when the, yeah, they don't know. They don't know. That's what it is they don't know. And we, we suffer the consequence. But yeah. any, uh, we've gone through the whole thing, I think, pretty much. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you. There's no money in this for you either, but I appreciate it. That's know, right? I knew, I knew I could get an improviser to come here
1: for free. <laughs> you
0: know me. Yes. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you
1: for having me. It has been a pleasure. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Second Citizens. I'm your host, Joe Canale, asking you nicely to follow us on Twitter at Second Citizens or on Instagram at Second Citizens Pod. Also, since you're listening, why don't you give us a five-star rating and any kind of review that you like, good or bad, as long as that rating is five-star. And if it's a funny enough review, maybe I'll even read it in an episode. I don't fear insults.